Yeah, like uh, America's gone mental. Oh yeah, like I, I, don't, I don't, I don't really mind. But like, yeah, <laughs> lo- like every single Daily Show type show kind of went on and said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's like righteously, which is like uh, you know these. Uh, is it Charlottesville? Yeah, like, uh, and I, I meant to look at where it was, and I didn't. I can't. Where, somewhere where in America. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, but like, yeah, people marched on on a protest, a peaceful protest, apparently, mm. but with tiki torches, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and chanting Nazi slogans. Yeah, and really um, peaceful. Yeah, well, well, yeah. This this is the whole controversy. I mean, in fairness, considering the history of Nazis, it was pretty peaceful. But that's the thing. Like they're calling these people Nazis, and it's yeah. like if these are Nazis, Nazis aren't that bad. Like it's, it's, they haven't. Well, yeah, they did run over somebody, but that's a lot less than you know yeah. genocide. I mean, they're, they're really progressing. It's like they're changing slowly. The progressive Nazi party. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So there's this whole thing about they're Nazis and everyone. People love Nazis way too much, in my opinion. Just like they love it's the it's the it's the instant response, isn't it? As soon as you're against something quite popular, you become a something Nazi. Yeah, but I mean, these people are self-identifying as Nazis and yeah. holding Nazi flags. So right. it's like, okay, well, so, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they are more they are more the image of Nazi than you know some guy who disagrees with someone in a bar. Yeah, but. Still, like, just again, just because someone says they're a Nazi, yeah. doesn't mean that they're a Nazi. I well, mean, Nazis <laughs> were far left. Well, again, that's another big jump, isn't it? Like they said, there's a big argument that the Nazis were actually socialists because it was the Nazi Socialist Party or something. Yeah, but that was to mask the fact that they were not socialist. Well, they, to they trick weren't. Socialists they, they or weren't something like I that. wouldn't say they were socialists, but they were totalitarian, which is definitely yeah. a far left thing. Like if you get the further right you go, the smaller government gets. The further left you go, the bigger it gets and the more control it has. Mm. So like they were definitely far left. Right. But then but could people they also have be this so idea far that right? left means liberal and it doesn't <laughs> Well, it starts with an L. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, donkey, that's right or something, or elephant, I can't remember. Yeah, el- elephant is, is Republican. Right. Donkey elephant is, is right, left. donkey's left. Yeah. And left is not liberal, but it's it's definitely West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, lots of controversy about the whole thing. The whole thing was uh, people feel justified in... Um, uh, aggressively being violent towards a, yeah. an ethnic group yeah um, or not an ethnic group but a, mm. an ideological group and would yeah. like to segregate them out into out of society and want to get rid of them because mm. they don't like some white supremacists um but what i liked was that the tiki torches that were used in the protests um have become a thing apparently and tiki has apologized Tiki, <laughs> just Tiki apologised. Hello, I'm Tiki. <laughs> Official statement: Tiki brand is not associated in any way with the events that took place in Charlottesville. Really? Yeah. And are deeply saddened and disappointed. We do not support their message or the use of our products in this way. <laughs> our products are designed to enhance backyard gatherings and to help family and friends connect with each other at home in their yard. Oh, is it gathering? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fire in your garden. Yeah. I mean, crucifixions and Ku Klux Klan is also... I mean, you, yeah. you're kind of apologising, but not apologising. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, um, that was like their Facebook message yeah. to the world. And people had some ideas. <laughs> so there's some comments uh, from people. And this, this to me, just... Uh, 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 this is my view of the world and how... I misdirected their, you know, energy is. Uh, here's a product idea for you, Tiki. You could make several versions of Tiki torches that send a positive message, you know, covered in hearts or rainbows or pink, etc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you disagree with white supremacists <laughs> and you want to fight them by painting Tiki torches rainbows. So they just paint them back. it's on fire yeah (laughs) just just burn it it'll be fine 
Um, another comment. Um, Please put on a full front branding campaign for your bamboo torches, reinforcing that they represent unity and diversity, which will make a mockery of anyone holding one as a statement of hatred. Do not miss this statement. <laughs> someone Christ. tried to aggressively white knight. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, but no, because... You know, what if they're holding like a peace and love tiki torch? <laughs> well, stop, stop. You know, I don't think, I don't think Nazis would have stopped if no. they had a different uniform or like the yeah. laundry was bad one day exactly. and it came the out bleached. Exactly, the torches are a means to an end. Like they used, it used to be about being able to see. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't really matter what's on the torch or being able to light the wood and burn the witch. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the witch really gives a fuck about what the torch is decorated like. Well, the torch was also scented. Oh, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. lavender. Yeah. Uh, a nice smell of sage and singed hair. <laughs> yeah, sage and <laughs> supremacy. <laughs> that is an episode title right there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just, you know, having just the scent of, I don't know, white in the air, I don't know. It yeah. wouldn't be vanilla, because vanilla doesn't sound white. Yeah. Just wheat. <laughs> I can know it's wheat white. I, it's kind of white. I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it's definitely kind of, it, it, it upholds the uh, the whole Hitler thing. Because if it's not white. Wheat. It, well, if it's not white, it's definitely blonde. Oh, right, there you go. <laughs> It smells like the sea. Oh, it's got yeah, well, a bit of blonde, bit of blue. It's weird, isn't it? Like, the size of a flame really changes your intention. If you're carrying candles around as a group, you're quite peaceful. Well, that's the thing. Like, after <laughs> after the, the, the rampage of torches and this, and this whole, like, white supremacist, the next day, loads of people came with candles <laughs> to do a vigil. It's still an open flame, but it's just, <laughs> just like, like... It's just not on a stick. <laughs> No love hearts, and the candles are probably white. <laughs> <laughs> well, that but that uh, gives more true Aryan power, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Flow. <laughs> well, apparently it was because of um, a statue was. There's like a phase that there's a wave at the moment that yeah. is, is kind of come to a, a peak, I guess, at the moment where like it's they want people- to tear down statues that represent um, negative history. So in yeah. this example, it was like the Confederate soldiers or statues. It's something to do with slave owners and things like that. Well, it was, yeah, the Confederate generals or I think it was like something Lee or something. So yeah. like the he South was, was a pretty general. much run on slavery. Well, the whole country was. Yeah. And yeah, Civil War was, depending on who you ask, but most people kind of get the consensus that they wanted to abolish slavery. Mm. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wanted to abolish slavery and the South didn't want to abolish slavery. So they yeah. went to war. So because having the South statue, is where all the cotton farms were and everything like right. that so that's they they needed slaves to kind of keep their money rolling in yeah but there, there are other people who say that it was a war of other stuff because the, the north still had slaves and whatever yeah but yeah the, the general consensus is slaves well yeah that's the thing and the argument arose of like would you really want the statue of your of the man who bought your child to be like in a field and it, it kind of makes sense but I guess the thing that confuses me is how important are statues? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get like years ago they were very iconic and stuff like that, but now I've, I haven't seen it. I haven't looked at a statue for a long time, like yeah. walking in the street. And there are statues to commemorate awful things. Like, uh, what, the September 11th, like there's a statue to remind everyone that all those people died. Yeah. It's like, well, should we really focus on celebrating the deaths of all those people or should we? You know, so the statue can celebrate in memoriam, yeah, as well as it can. So, so like, it's that statue not celebrate like the people who died for your country, and yeah. maybe so that becomes the whole debate, right? Basically, but the basic argument is they don't want any statues of anyone who owned slaves at that time in that mm. context, yeah, because they've also retracted and said. Um, like George Washington owned slaves, but they would never tear down that statue because he founded America. Yeah. So it's like, it's the whole Jim Jeffries thing. Of <laughs> you're allowed to be a pedophile so long as you're talented. Yeah. But I, I think it's, I, I think it's more than that. I think it's, it's to do with more being a product of the times. Like if I, if, if in a hundred, 150 years time, smoking became like morally abhorrent, and like, mm. for example, on the same level as slavery, there's no reason why it would, yeah, but yeah. let's just suggest it does. Does that make me a horrible person now? Yeah. For smoking, it doesn't. 
Mm. And being a slave owner in in those days was just part of life. It should not it, sh- it should not therefore negate all of the things that you did achieve by b- b- because you were just simply kind of like going along the bylines of what of of the way life was at the time. Well, it just it just depends because if there is a statue of you, then the assumption is that you are worshipped in some way, yeah. and you are you know you're given so much credit and like. I think people just overestimate how influential statues are. Yeah. Like even the sta- like the Statue of Liberty is like it's French. Yeah. And it's like it was built I don't know 1900 or something like that. No, it, yeah, it's not that's not as old as I thought it was, but then no. America's not as old as you know, not no. old. But yeah, so it was and that was built by the French who murdered the Brits and the, yeah. the, the whole Civil War French yeah. and America thing. And like yeah, that's meant to represent something of freedom of immigration and let people give us your weak, your tired, your poor, whatever. Mm. And that's not what people want anymore. So now that what they should stare, they should tear down that statue because it represents <laughs> something that they no longer believe in. Yeah. So, so it's but also I, it's not seen as something. But, well, maybe it's just America sees it as more iconic of of things, like the same way it sees patriotism as as a larger thing. Like an American flag is really symbolic in America. Yeah. An English flag in the UK is just oh, it's probably football season like so it's just i don't understand the attraction to statues i mean those people who stand still in the street for money like all right fair enough it's a bit of a laugh don't tear them down (laughs) (laughs) and like yeah people like getting angry at statues it just seems really weird to me well the thing is with anything else it seems like context can change but that shouldn't mean that you can you you can destroy the evidence of it like there's the um the like the, the Auschwitz camps are symbols mm. of like horrific parts of human nature, but that mm. doesn't mean you should tear them down. Well, yeah. So uh, the, the the tearing it down aspect is a weird argument for them. So I kind of look at it as like, why would there be an argument to build them now? And then if there is an argument to build them now, then maybe there's a reason for it to exist. Mm. But I don't see any. There's no point. Like you, you, by destroying it, you're not deleting history. By building it, you're not creating or memorizing history that mm. much because it's still going to be in books and whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's just it's just like a tree in the middle of middle of a wood, and people are giving it a lot more meaning than yeah. Uh, than I guess it. Uh, I, guess I, I just I find that I find the moral argument really stupid. Yeah. Because the fact is, you can hang a painting in an art gallery. That was that is famous because it was made by a known paedophile. Yeah, and people will be fascinated by it, and they will pay money to see it, and and, and it will be, in some ways, um, sort of like like worshipped in a weird way, just because it's. So well, you can make films about weird. rape and molestation, yeah. and people give people Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like morally, like, it, it's just the. Yeah, it's just a weird argument because you can't really argue against the removal of a government statue because no one really cares about them, in my opinion. Yeah. So it gets weird. But OK Cupid got involved. Oh. Oh, because. Ever relevant OK Cupid. <laughs> ever <laughs> battling the white supremacists, OK yeah. Cupid. Um, yeah, so there, there were pictures of the Charlottesville protests and they. It became a campaign, a social campaign to name and shame all the people that they saw pictured. And Why? Because apparently oh, they didn't in, want in gen- to be not, shamed. Not from OK Cupid. No, no, not no. Like- just in general, like Twitter <laughs> and everything. They wanted to name people because apparently the Nazis who protested in broad daylight, lit with torches, didn't want to have their faces seen. <laughs> it's like no, I'm pretty sure they're comfortable with you know being named. I'm I'm here. I I'm, I'm, I feel pretty strongly about my belief. <laughs> so they named and shamed them, and this one guy got the most attention because he had the best photo. <laughs> it's basically how it was, and um, yeah, okay, Cupid uh, made a tweet. Uh, we were alerted that white supremacist Chris Cantwell was on OK Cupid, and within ten minutes, we banned him for life. <laughs> Oh no! Not okay, Cupid. <laughs> That's where he was doing all of his evil doing. Yeah. Don't worry. On okay, Cupid, we delete white supremacists. Yeah. <laughs> like they're trying to compete with like Match. dot com. I mean, really? Fish. Yeah. I mean, they they should have done this a long time before by putting like a white supremacist filter on the interests field or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
do you, do you like scented candles? Yeah. Do you like scented candles with long sticks on the base? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. Get out. Do you like public book burnings? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, loads of people fucking like ripped out. And like the president got in a load of shit because um, he condemned the violence on both sides. So yeah. He condemned the violence of the protest and the anti-protest. The thing is, in itself... As like I, I think you can call the guy a fucking moron and everything all day long, but in itself, that's not necessarily wrong. No. It's just the fact that it was so soon after, and everyone. It's and, just and, because it's Nazis. It's yeah. the only thing. It's yeah. because everybody feels justified in attacking Nazis. So I don't. I, I don't. I wasn't there, right? And any any account of what happened is probably going to be biased. Yeah. So if. Nazis were protesting peacefully, and then they were attacked by a. Um, a the, the, the Nazis had a permit to protest. That yeah. was one of their things. And people who counter protested or anti protested, anti protested, I think was the word. Really? And kind of anti protesting feels like. Yeah, anti protesting feels like you just wouldn't turn up. <laughs> I'm against protesting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, counter protesters didn't have a permit. And say the counter protesters started attacking physically the Nazis who were being verbally aggressive but not physically yeah. aggressive, I would say that the Nazis were the good guys in that example. Yeah. And it's just, you can't say that no. because people are just hardwired to, they think that these people are the Nazis from the 30s. But it, it comes back to what people's idea of freedom of speech is. Well, they, they'll take the it to a point yeah. where it's like, uh, okay, everybody, but no, the Nazis can't. Yeah. They, they don't have a voice. They're not allowed it. It's like, but you can't start imposing these, imposing different freedoms for different people. And what? there's no excuse for violence against anyone who isn't posing an immediate threat. Well, it's just weird defining an ideological group as evil and less than the superior race. Yeah. Like, and then calling them Nazis. It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, you understand, like, obviously it's not the same, but it's, there's a weird little mirror image there that seems quite strange. Yeah. And it's just, my, one of, the, one of my biggest critiques, uh, people who have criticized me for this is I tend to believe in the big idea and people say that big ideas are not always um, relative to real world situations. So like freedom of speech, I go, if you, if you believe in freedom of speech, you believe in everybody having freedom of speech. Like it's just, that's it. Yeah. E either that or you don't believe in freedom of speech and no. you never believe in selective freedom of speech. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but just please just be clear on what it is you believe. That's yeah. all it is. So yeah. So like, I think people like to think that they believe in these big things that they've kind of propagandized themselves into believing. Yeah. And then when it gets tested, they kind of be like, oh, well, they don't put them on OkCupid. Okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's the Nazi bit out of the way. We yeah. thought, felt we should address it. It should be good. Um, I mean, finding works apparently really hard now. You know, there's less jobs. For a Nazi? Or <laughs> Well, the Nazis probably, I mean, yeah, I mean, now that you can't, now that your love life has been affected by OK <laughs> yeah. Cupid, it's time to dive into your career can't choices, Nazis. Can't get a job. This Nazi yeah. shit's not cracked up. <laughs> yeah. I just saw this job advert and it just, it made me laugh. And I don't know 100% why, but it did. Um, opportunities for this job are very limited and competition for places is very strong. You need to be between the age of around 27 to 37 and speak English fluently. Um, it would also help if you could speak like a second language, maybe Russian, maybe another. Um, you <laughs> also need to be a pilot with a thousand hours flying experience <laughs> in a high performance aircraft, like, uh, I don't know, a fighter jet or have a PhD in like biology, chemistry, engineering, maths, physics, or IT. They're trying to make a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> with either of these PhDs, you'll also need three years work experience. <laughs> Are you Dr. Octopus? <laughs> You're looking for work. Skills required. Uh, you'll need excellent scientific or flight skills. <laughs> you'll also need excellent physical and, how should we put it, psychological strength to live in confined spaces for long periods. You'll need the ability to stay calm during an emergency. Uh, you'll need determination. And you'll need adaptability and good judgment. Good judgment. 
<laughs> Good judgment would not be reading this anymore. <laughs> well, well, no, well it's, have you got an idea what the job is? It's a real job. <laughs> you'll, you'll get it soon. Um, your duties will include cleaning, testing air filters and air quality, repairing, maintaining and testing oxygen production systems, cleaning and maintaining water systems for bacterial growth, packaging and disposing of waste, replacing worn or broken parts on the spacecraft, uh, installing or... <laughs> fucking advert for an astronaut! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Classifies. <laughs> <laughs> just all these fucking unemployed astronauts <laughs> sat around bored watching daytime TV. Oh, what if there's anything under Sentinel? I'm bored of Jeremy Kyle. Seven... I better use my degree for something good. Now. My three year <laughs> yeah. working experience degree yeah. in <laughs> IT. <laughs> my 10,000 flight hours <laughs> in a fighter jet. <laughs> Um, carrying out experiments taking samples like blood from astronauts communicating with Earth via satellite you may may do extra vehicular activity EVA or (laughs) spacewalk (laughs) to repair the spacecraft Uh, and you need to spend two and a half hours a day exercising that's the only part of that that seems achievable and even that is a stretch well this this this, I'll I'll read through the rest Um, if you're not experienced you start off on 40k if you're an experienced astronaut you get on 62k and if you're like really experienced highly experienced it's about 80k is that all you get for being an astronaut (laughs) well they pay your rent, I guess, while you're in you space. Get sponsored by Nike. <laughs> space. These figures. Just do it. These figures are negotiable. <laughs> well, Red Bull's like competing by sending people up there to jump. Um, on a mission, you'll work to a set schedule. <laughs> you'll be it's away. Twenty-four hours. <laughs> you'll be in quotes away from home for extended periods of time. Um, you'll need to travel in quotes overseas <laughs> for training. Overseas, over land, <laughs> over, over everything, really. Over Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. um, you'll need a high level of physical fitness to help you cope with life in space because of the cramped living conditions and the effects of low gravity. So that's the advert for an astronaut. <laughs> and. Um, um, you know, LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn did an advertising campaign. I don't know whether it was around this or before this or after this, claiming that three million people on LinkedIn are qualified to be astronauts. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's like a small country. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Like, because there aren't that many people in space. Not, so, not yet. <laughs> Three million unemployed people. So there people are a lot of this. unemployed astronauts. Mm. So feasibly, if there's three million, you could put one in a local paper somewhere and someone will see it. <laughs> oh, your mate Dave's an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, you know, he used to be a plumber, but with his 10,000 hours of fighter jet experience, <laughs> he decided to take advantage. <laughs> And his degree in thermodynamics. <laughs> Just IT. Can you set up a wireless network in space? <laughs> oh no, it can't find the DNS. <laughs> Have you tried turning the shuttle off and then turning it on again? Houston, we've broken an Ethernet cable. <laughs> oh no. Printer's not working. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know why. That's, I was talking, I messaged you like earlier in the week about coming up with like a cartoon to like <laughs> describe what we think of the, the planet. <laughs> and it's like the idea of just an astronaut in his suit looking through the classifiers. <laughs> like beer bottles, everything. He's just unemployed as fuck. 
his diploma hanging ski whiff on the wall. <laughs> fucking keys to his fighter jet. <laughs> 10,000 hours, smiley face. <laughs> Uh, just fucking advertised on fucking job site. Uh, uh, I found that so funny. It's stupid. Yeah. So yeah, if you've uh, if you happen to have that lifestyle, yeah. and all that experience, but you're having trouble getting off the couch and going to job interviews, yeah. then. Uh, <laughs> Thousand hours of flight experience. It's like I don't know what to do with this. You could join the air force. Yeah. You could be a pilot. Well, how did you get that? <laughs> just you know, started off as work experience and just yeah. kind of grew into something. Yeah. I taught myself to fly. Started doing bombing runs over the Sudan. <laughs> you know, it's just a hobby. Yeah, you know, in my gap here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's got overseas. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go overseas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just you just I just assumed that they wouldn't advertise for jobs like that, you know, in LinkedIn. I thought like you, I thought astronauts came from the Air Force. Like, I thought it was just like a natural progression. The same way, like if you're a mechanic, like my, my cousin became like a mechanic for planes. Yeah. from a car dealership and it was just like oh progress you looked for the jobs in that industry yeah and it's like oh, okay fair enough i can go and do all that kind of stuff it wasn't just like you know advertised in a shop window do you want to be a plane mechanic <laughs> <laughs> you know you emailed and be like do you fancy having another mechanic <laughs> fancy being an astronaut <laughs> wasn't there some kid who wrote to nasa recently who got a load of publicity because he wanted to be earth defender or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Like I swear, NASA um, um, got a letter from the from some kid asking if he can be defender of Earth, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> and they responded with kind of being, uh, you know, if you work hard, you, know, you really get in <laughs> shock. <laughs> yeah, the role's filled at the minute, but uh, you know, as soon as it becomes available. <laughs> we'll put it in a classified. <laughs> so, you know, just keep watching Iron Man. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, hang on, no, hang on, here it is. Um, a seven-year-old Dexter Walters wrote a letter to NASA saying he'd like to be considered for a one-way trip to Mars. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> seven-year-old kid. I'm ready to die. <laughs> I heard that you're sending two people to Mars, and I'd like to come, but I'm seven, so I can't, the letter read. <laughs> My mum says I can't go to Mars. Uh, I would like to come in the future. What do I need to do to become an astronaut? <laughs> oh, so maybe they wrote the thing. <laughs> Give him a link to LinkedIn. Get on LinkedIn. Yeah. It'll be fine. This is what we ask for most of our astronauts. Yeah. Um, I haven't... Uh, right, this is NASA's response. I have never read this before. <laughs> I work at NASA HQ in DC, and whenever I visit the public outreach people, they have scans of these letters pinned to their cubicles. NASA eats this stuff up. Okay, I'm... Okay, it's not a letter. This isn't what they wrote to Dexter. <laughs> I thought it was. It's their comment on the situation. Yeah. NASA eats this shit up, kid. <laughs> uh, because it reinforces the idea that they're doing good. I hope Dexter follows the dream and he gets to go where so few have. No one's been to Mars, mate. You should know that. You work at NASA. Oh, shit, he slipped up. We've got colonies on Mars. If I see Dexter's letter on anyone's desk, I'll pass along the message. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so yeah, you know, NASA is a bit, uh, it promotes from within and it takes seven year old kids and tries to send them to Mars. <laughs> there was, there was a, f um, oh, a, few, a few weeks ago that, that NASA had to come out and defend themselves because someone had accused them on the, some weird radio skeptic guy had accused them of forming ch child slave co colonies on Mars <laughs> and they had to come out and be like, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, loads of. What about this letter from Dexter? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like politicians have this thing about avoiding questions that they 
feel that if they answered them, it would give the question too much credit. Yeah. So, like, Louis C.K. Had, had, did a thing on um, uh, the Opie and Anthony show where they were talking to some high-ranking political... Maybe he was a president or a mm. vice president. I think he was, like, a vice president. And Louis C.K. was like, look, just, I need to know, are you a lizard? Are you a lizard person? I just need to know. And he just refused to answer. And he goes, like, well, obviously, you're a lizard person. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you, how, how, how hard is it to say, no, I'm not a lizard? I mean... But by addressing the question, you're giving it credit. So like, yeah. that's the whole thing. Because you could argue then that you'd have to answer every nonsensical question. Yeah. Otherwise, you're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people came out and said, no, we don't have child slave colonies on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking from Nazis to space. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's go back to Earth or wherever the fuck... <laughs> these people live because i've never heard of this but i guess people today gynecologists have issued a stark warning over a bizarre trend which sees women inserting glitter capsules into their vagina designed to burst and surprise their lover i saw the headline for that and i was like i'm not gonna read that <laughs> just i wasn't sh- i thought i did understand exactly <laughs> I didn't understand what it was because I read I read a few of these articles to try and figure out. I even like went to see what like, a purchase page just to see what the fuck effect you want from glitter coming out of you. But burst and surprise your lover. It kind of makes it confetti, shotgun confetti. You have a whole banner like congratulations on the new job or something. <laughs> It plays, like, when her legs open, it plays music from Greetings Cards. (laughs) (laughs) It will be a boy. (laughs) Online retailer Pretty Woman, Inc. sells the candy-flavoured product. So, yes, it's an oral thing. uh, Dubbed Passion Dust. And says it enhances romantic encounters for both parties. Does it? I don't know whether... (laughs) A bursting balloon of glitter is like the yeah. most pleasurable thing no. in the world. Like maybe it's the whole the whole thing of like edible underwear for like the person who's performing the act. But I don't know yes, whether but... you're experiencing the glitter fun. I yeah. don't know. No, come and get a load of my sugar glittery vagina. <laughs> like I... it'll, it'll burst. <laughs> oh, the retailer also claims that the dust is in quotes safe. However, specialists have warned that the craze could lead to infections. It's safe. (laughs) So that's... You don't need condoms if you've got glitter capsules. (laughs) That's what safe sex is. Fucking just put a pill of glitter in it, you'll be fine. (laughs) Have a very fabulous baby. (laughs) Uh, Consultant obstetrician and gynecologist Shazia Malik added to the sex aid... Added that the sex aid could kill off any passion at all by causing painful in- inflammatory discharge and tiny scratches in the vagina. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're putting an explosive in... <laughs> I guess it's not an explosive, but it says burst. <laughs> I, well, I think I saw a picture of them, and they're like... They're almost like pills. Yeah. and they're Like see-through pills, so I guess after a certain amount of friction and moisture, they would just... Yeah, dissolve and... <laughs> Have you ever wanted to feel like an hourglass? <laughs> Just put this pill up you and watch time fall out of you like sand. <laughs> oh, open ten minutes. <laughs> oh, it it's like a, a it, it's tiny bits of tin foil. <laughs> it's got candy flavored tin foil, <laughs> like ex bakery used tin foil. It's got it's got fucking uh, frosting on it. <laughs> Be fine. It's weird that that like most people like go through phases where they need to spice up the relationship, yeah, and, and reenact something else. <laughs> like, if you had, if you were pissing glitter, I think we'd uh, we'd save this marriage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just like the woman wants more, <laughs> more oral attention. Is like, what does he like? He loves, uh, he loves glitter cards. <laughs> Maybe if he loves more. glitter cards, you might have found out why he's not interested in sex with you. <laughs> Maybe if I burst glitter into his face, <laughs> it'll be more attentive. 
um, the starch and gelatin will increase the pH and add sugar as well, which will encourage harmful bacteria and fungi such as Canada to thrive. No, Candida to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got Canada again. <laughs> um, Pretty Woman Inc. replied to all of this controversy, the people who make the pill, saying mm. any gynecologist would tell you that nothing should go in your vagina. And nothing concerning the vaginal region comes without some possible risk. Uh, if you've ever had vaginal issues, you had them before you used passion dust anyway. And if you've ever had a yeast infection, I'm sure it wasn't caused by glitter. <laughs> it just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess, you know, <laughs> a very aggressive way of defending yourself. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the- you, you might have a yeast infection after using it, but it's probably coincidental. <laughs> But yeah, so if you if you're feeling like you want to spice things up, well, That's like just the, the whole... dumbest response. It's like, <laughs> but it's like, oh, you could ex- you, you probably experienced blunt force trauma before if you've just been hit by a car or something like <laughs> that can happen to anyone. It doesn't mean you should that it's okay to go out and punch you in the face, punch yourself in the face. Like you're still d- doing the same thing to yourself. Well, they open it up by saying any gynecologist, i.e., any medical professional, would yeah. tell you don't put anything in your vagina, but just do it. Yeah. <laughs> but still buy our product right yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i, I blame the um was is it like snapchat or the what was it talking like your All face filters yeah where like they give people ears and glasses right, and, like so someone's like done it with the camera upside down <laughs> and then been like this gives me an idea <laughs> someone dropped their phone and upskirted yeah. himself and was like oh pussy glitter that's what yeah. i'll do <laughs> they've also said that you you will piss heaven like, who's watching themselves piss right yeah and besides that heaven's massive and eternal so like <laughs> it's probably got stars in it i don't know but <laughs> a few you don't want to piss a galaxy yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway let's move on to uh slight toes in the water but i feel like we've uh, kind of covered this before or like mm. this isn't the same this happens regularly um a man who was named teacher of the year at the school where he worked has been jailed for hosting sex parties for teenage boys at his house oh well he's teacher of the year mate i mean <laughs> that's a pretty cool teacher who wants to come to my big teacher of the year party <laughs> well no well you you if so if there was a teacher at your school hosting sex parties yeah. with the people that you wanted to have sex with They'd be teacher of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't. Like, you've, you've always wanted to have sex with Alison, right? Yeah, we'll come round and Alison will have sex with you. You're a legend. <laughs> um, but apparently, because it was for uh, teenage boys, it was probably just all homosexual sex. Um, it, it's even worse, apparently. Well, yeah it's worse uh jared anderson encouraged boys to play sex game sex games including at a bros night where a sign on the door read the last one to get naked has to get the first dare don't what? leave the instructions for any sex game on your front door <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's a good way to get mistake in any in any consensual don't leave like directions for your marital sex on the front door the postman will get really fucking confused <laughs> <laughs> come inside and ride me like a stallion and come milkman's like what the f- <laughs> all right <laughs> what's the milk we're doing in here? <laughs> let alone an illegal sex dungeon for underage kids <laughs> Come on, mate. It's like those signs where they say it says, like, this way to the secret bunker. It's like, it almost defeats the purpose. <laughs> just fucking, mate, just get it together. I mean, you're meant to be teacher of the year. Like, yeah. <laughs> give that an F. Don't do that. Uh, hey, yeah. you're a frequent host of, of child sex parties. Maybe you're qualified to be teacher of the year. <laughs> First, I know the first leg of the contest for teacher of the year goes with who can make the stupidest mistake. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you got twenty years in prison and uh, fined nine thousand dollars because that's how much. It's <laughs> a weird fine to throw on top. Yeah. Oh, and you got to pay nine grand. Why? Well, yeah, you fucked some kids. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get you good scot free. Yeah. Car salesman jury. <laughs> You've got to give me something out of this. I mean, come on. $9,000 to fuck kids at a sex party. Uh, 
Yeah, about two hundred pounds per child. <laughs> yeah, his teacher of the year bonus. He had to return. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, apparently it's a astrological event it's this the, week. Was it a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse? It's a solar eclipse. Total yeah. eclipse. I think is the big thing. It's the. It's a, yeah. It's the a, whole sun will be it's a solar eclipse, turned so it's off. Where the. Uh, oh, what the fuck is it? Yeah. It's where the the Earth gets between the Sun and the Moon. Is it? So you see a shadow of the Earth on the Moon. That's a <laughs> lunar eclipse. And then a solar eclipse is where the Moon gets in the way of the Sun, so the Sun gets blocked out. Right. Okay. I thought. Yeah, I thought that the... Well, either way, they're not. They're, the Sun's not going to be there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, and everyone's really happy and excited about it. <laughs> there was a sign that I saw that was um, taken... From a McDonald's branch in um, in the states that said uh, we will be closed from one seventeen p.m. to one twenty one p.m. so that our staff can see the solar eclipse. <laughs> like you're going to close for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no more burgers. Why the sun's going away? <laughs> but people are fucking mental about it. I couldn't give a fuck. Well, it's, I, is it happening over here? Well, it's happening on Earth. Yeah, but I don't think we'll be it's able to see it. It's not a total one, I think. Basically, I think there is an eclipse. It's visible from the States. But, That's like, the, that the, was the total thing. eclipse is from the States. Ah, right, okay. But I'm assuming that Earth is going to see an eclipse. <laughs> like, the moon's not just going over America or whatever. <laughs> so, there will be some kind of effect. But, yeah, yeah, the big thing in America is there's a there's a there's a line across america that will see a complete eclipse yeah which only happens once every 30 years yeah and people like it seems so it seems so redundant to me it's just like well you know pluto's going to be at a 45 degree angle next week oh really it's fucking go mental (laughs) (laughs) go mental but i remember um i think the last time we had a big I don't know. We've had we've had a few. In we've had life, a total I eclipse. Like, I remember one when I was teams. a kid because I was in Scotland. So I guess I was probably like thirteen, fourteen, yeah, something like yeah. that. Like thirteen, I think there was whatever year that was, ninety-one or ninety. Yeah. The, no, two thousand, two thousand and one. Apparently, yeah. there was a um, probably an, a total eclipse in the UK. Yeah. But yeah, there's been eclipses all the time, but it's not total eclipses or whatever. But yeah, people are going mental in America. People are pilgrimaging to the line across America that will see. <laughs> That the sun finally disappeared. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um, so this is the article. The dead center Everybody of the eclipse. Everybody got your tiki torches. <laughs> you get your tiki torches on your OK Cupid accounts, and fucking yeah. we'll go for it. Uh, the dead center of the eclipse will pass through Tennessee, Spring City, Tennessee, on Monday, lasting two minutes and thirty seconds, the longest duration of totality in the state, and only eleven seconds shorter than its greatest duration in the country. Ooh. Ooh. That quirk of interplanetary physics is expected to draw an estimated 10,000 visitors from near and far to a former garment industry hub with a population of about 2,000. So they're getting invaded (laughs) by five times the size of their town. (laughs) Um, General manager of the Howard Johnson Hotel has said, I'm excited, but scared. Excited. I'm excited. Terrified, but excited. (laughs) Like, she's the manager of a hotel. Like, she wants people to come, but she's scared that people are coming. (laughs) But you've got, got like, small-town mentality of, like, you know, people a bit quieter away from the city folk, and then they're told that, like, a stampede of money has come. Oh, my God. Uh, The city manager has said it's a blessing and a curse. City manager. I haven't even got a mayor. City team leader. <laughs> he says, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> these people just like, these people are coming. I don't want them to come. Just close the gate. <laughs> gate to the town. Uh, there's just 10 You're the manager, just coming. turn the sign around. <laughs> Closed. <laughs> there's just 10,000 people coming. Nothing you can do. <laughs> Why? Because the sun is going to go away. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. 
Uh, but yeah, so people are trying to want people are invading this poor small town. <laughs> well, the people, the people on the space station looking down and be like, "That's fucking madness down there." But you're glad you got that job now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, our newspaper delivery boy, coincidentally, isn't it? <laughs> He's on mere space station. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, pe- uh, yeah, people are going fucking mental about this fucking eclipse. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, people go on and on about conspiracy theories about the world's going to end, and now they're going to go watch it end. Yeah. Like, this is what it'll look like when everything's gone. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. It's not the te- the de- temperature's meant to drop thirty degrees or something like that, really? which I'm assuming is like Fahrenheit because that's the ridiculously yeah. stupid, irrelevant one, right? Yeah, <laughs> never really paid attention to. It'd be weird for the Earth to freeze over. Yeah. in a perfect line. <laughs> Across the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Just with, like, a really stressed out city manager. Like, oh! <laughs> Frozen in marble or whatever. Um, there's also a cruise ship that's planning to... <laughs> land. <laughs> to drive into this small city in Tennessee. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Navy's coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cruise ship is planning to celebrate the eclipse with this article that I found. Not the, the crew. S- <laughs> not, not, the, not the customers the ship the is ships. just it's finally gonna have its spirit reawakened and take on its former's new life it's really important to me the eclipse what do you think Bill yeah this article I found just now uh, before the podcast news has reached us that um this cruise ship that's wanting to celebrate the eclipse has got Pon- Bonnie Tyler on it, Ooh. who's going to perform Total Eclipse of the oh, Heart. God. <laughs> Fucking hell. Business is going good, eh, Bonnie? <laughs> you made some wise choices with your finances, did you, Bonnie? Don't worry, there's an eclipse <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. The eclipse is coming. You'll make some more money. <laughs> what do you need to do? Go out onto the ocean. <laughs> and fucking see your stupid 80s. <laughs> I'd like to do it on land. Can I do it on land? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck off into the sea. Fuck <laughs> oh, <fucking laughs> Uh, well, apparently, uh, one of the Jonas Brothers is going to do it with her as well. They didn't even want her on her own. Can't have just Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie, shit. <laughs> Get one of the brothers. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> just, just anyone to cover up Bonnie. <laughs> Fuck you, Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Maybe while everyone's looking at the sun, we can use this moment to just Tyler to fuck up and no one will know (laughs) what happened did you fall off the ship no she went into the eclipse (laughs) but she's swimming she's drowning no she's in the eclipse (laughs) fuck off Bonnie Tyler did Bonnie Tyler just float past the window (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna transcend Uh, they they commented on it. Bonnie Tyler was a natural choice for this once in a lifetime moment. What <laughs> she oh, said, the president and CEO of Royal Caribbean International. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's weird that singers are going to like play play their songs to naturally occurring disasters. All <laughs> like just to naturally occur, like having Pearl Jam play Black. When your baby gets delivered and your wife cheated on you and she swears it's yours, but you're like, it's black and I'm not black. And now any better. (laughs) What's he doing here? Oh, there's there's a whole cosmic thing happening. Or like Foo Fighters um, playing songs to you live while you're trying to get your 10,000 hours of flying in. (laughs) You're learning to fly? Yeah. No. I'm gonna be an astronaut. <laughs> You're right. No, 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 no. <laughs> a fly. Uh, <laughs> body, Tyler. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to other news. <clears throat> a man. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> a man with Down syndrome has been awarded £10,000 compensation after social workers banned him from having sex with his wife. <laughs> 10 grand. <laughs> Um, the 38-year-old, who cannot be identified, won damages for breach of human rights after he was forced to abstain from sex for more than 15 months. The man had enjoyed normal conjugal relations with his wife of five years until a consultant psychologist concluded that he didn't have the capacity to consent. <laughs> so this he's, guy's got Down syndrome. And he'd had sex with his wife for five years. And then a psychologist said, you're so Down syndrome, she's raping you. <laughs> like, he said, they're saying that he hasn't got the mental capacity to consent to sex with his wife. But you can get married. And have sex for five years. Yeah. Well, this, uh, <laughs> the way they found out is, uh, is pretty brutal. Um, Let's see if I, I had it here. The, basically, yeah, the couple sought fertility treatment because they were trying to have a kid and they were told to stop having sex because he's he can't consent. Jesus. Like, that's a pretty weird, you know, family planning clinic. Yeah. Not when the family planning is getting rid of kids. I don't can't remember. But yeah. It's like, preparing. All oh, right. What's the one where you... Either I way. thought family planning was getting abortions. It's both. Oh, it's a plan. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A or B. What yeah. Are you gonna yeah. Do? yeah. His wife moved into a spare bedroom after being told she would be committing a serious criminal offence if she had oh, sex with know. her husband. Has it been reversed now? Um, well, he basically he had to. The psychologist said he had to go on a um, sex education course <laughs> given to him by space. the council. <laughs> Now, the first part of foreplay is 10,000 hours fighter jet train. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, he was told he had to do a, a sex education course, but the council didn't do it, didn't give him the course for 15 months. Yeah. Like, they just didn't organise it for him. Yeah. Um, and his wife also, in quotes, significantly reduced any physical expression of affection so that she wouldn't lead him on. Like, didn't want to give him a cuddle or anything like that because it might make him want to have sex and then she would rape him and, uh, you know, it becomes all his problems. Um, yeah, for more than a year, they just didn't get, they didn't provide the sex education um, course. They were told by letter to stop having sex in March 2015. <laughs> Jesus. I barely open my post as it is. I mean, can you imagine opening up a post saying that you have to abstain from <laughs> expressing the love for your wife? And they would be warned they'd forced to live apart if they breached the ban. Um, the judge said um, that the guy having... Um, they're assuming he's got reduced mental capacity, which I don't know whether that's true. But they said, they said the impact of all of this on him is not difficult to imagine because apparently he couldn't understand why his wife had moved into a separate bedroom. Like, so this, yeah. it's a really fucking weird thing. Um, the man began the course in June last year and was assessed as having the capacity to consent earlier this year. Um, but they gave him 10 grand. So <laughs> the compensation, 10,000 pounds. to figure out if he was competent enough to have sex. No, they, they said that he had to do a sex education course and they didn't provide oh. the course for right. over a year. Oh. <laughs> so like, all he had to do was go on like an hour course <laughs> and they just didn't set schedule one for him oh. for a very long time. Jesus <laughs> so he Christ. just couldn't love his wife anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, 10 grand to not have sex with your wife for a year and a half or yeah. something, 15 months. You go to the bloke down the road that was advertising a sex party, but you had to give like nine grand back to him because he only gave him a hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> so small, you can live in space. <laughs> um, yeah. You hear about Toyota? I know. It's bought a patent to cloaking technology. Oh. For its cars. <laughs> That's not safe. <laughs> yeah, well, Toyota, known for having its hybrid cars, now yeah. wants to have them cloaked. <laughs> the idea, which it sounds pretty cool, but it also sounds like the most weird version of tomorrow's world. Yeah. It's basically the, um, 
the sides of your windscreen, those like big metal steel bars yeah. that hold your car together. Oh, right. They want to make them see through. Cloak like so toggle you've got see through. No, so you've got full range more of peripheral view vision. And, yeah. So like yeah, they can just like press a button and they disappear. But all right, that's I, interesting. It's interesting, but it also how far can you go because the whole car can just be invisible and you just see a guy in a suit with a briefcase <laughs> floating down the street people not breaking in time because yeah. it's invisible yeah <laughs> buying it this is how like all those super villain things end you've got these unemployed astronauts and then you've got these like car companies buying invisibility technology <laughs> The patent to it. So if they ever invent cloaking technology, it's going to be sponsored by Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) If they've got a patent, that means they've already invented it. Or they've invented the idea of it. I don't know. They can't claim that. Yeah, because like Fox owns Predator. So like Predator came out in 88 or something. Star Trek and everything (laughs) else. Like cloaking, (laughs) the idea of Klingon Empire. (laughs) Sponsored by Toyota. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting science, but... Uh, <laughs> Have you got your new Prius? <laughs> <laughs> Advertised on the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I so, thought so, so, so that was a weird thing. Uh, so yeah, how about, uh, about yourself? Uh, well, nothing that's quite as interesting, is it? <laughs> um, so, there was something that came up at some point about about nuclear fallout, I think, mm. because of all of this. Yeah, like Godzilla was going to rise up. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of the missiles and shit. Um, and there was always, like, the advice of, like, oh, you've got to get under the desk or, yeah. like, Stand in, a doorway. in the doorway <laughs> because that will stop it or just fucking weird. Anyway, uh, like, this is it, this wouldn't concern us <clears throat> just because of the nature of who we are. Right. But um, if... If for some reason you find yourself in a situation where um, you need to wash radioactive material from your body, right. don't use hair conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you don't use hair conditioner on your arms, do you? No. Oh, it's in my hair. It's... Oh, I want to keep my hair and I want to get rid of the radioactive waste. Yeah. So should I cut <laughs> off my hair or just rinse it out? <laughs> just rinse it out. <laughs> uh, conditioner can bind radioactive particles to your hair. Um, the reason conditioner can be dangerous is to do with the physical characteristics of human hair, the chemistry of hair conditioner, and the properties of nuclear fallout. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's nuclear fallout. <laughs> oh no, Maybelline to makeup. They don't do oh, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> no more fallout. <laughs> uh, when a nuclear warhead detonates, a fireball incinerates everything it touches and hurls the vaporized material skywards. Buildings, rocks, and living things are turned into dust and get mixed up with the radioactive byproducts of uranium and plutonium atoms splitting. Surprisingly, all the conditioner in the world is fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing immune to it. <laughs> anyway, this dust is called nuclear fallout, which I didn't know, in fairness. I thought fallout was just like, what happens now? I yeah. didn't realise fallout was like a physical thing. Yeah, I thought that was like nuclear winter. It was like the snowflakes of yeah. ash. Yeah, like, we're supposed fucking... to block out the sun... And make everything cold for, yeah, like, something years. fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, if you're unlucky enough to be caught outside during or after an explosion, uh, <laughs> fallout can... Unluck- st- unlucky enough to be caught outside after an explosion. Yeah. As in, like, you <laughs> fell out your window. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so unlucky. Quick, let's wash my hair. Oh, no. <laughs> fallout can settle on your clothing and skin. Oh, I'm covered in fallout. <laughs> It's either fallout or dandruff. I better fucking condition <laughs> yeah. my hair right yeah. away. Don't, don't use <laughs> don't condition. Do it, don't do it. Use head and shoulders and just <laughs> stay inside for a bit. Um, if you shower carefully with soap and shampoo, Karam says, the radioactive dust should wash right out. Um, but hair conditioner has particular compounds 
called blah 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 blah. Uh, if radioactive. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't. All right. Don't wash over. That is very important information. Some... Conditioner has got some kind of evil chemical <laughs> in it that will bind to radioactivity, and it's called. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's called cationic surfants, surfants, surfactant, surfactants, and polymers. Polymers. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, if radioactive particles have drifted underneath the damaged scales of hair protein, these compounds can pull those scales down to create a smooth strand of hair. This can trap particles of contamination inside the scale, Karam says. Um, so, basically, if you're worried about your hair in nuclear fallout, <laughs> just don't use conditioner. Yeah. Why are people worried about their beauty products when the world has ended? When they're covered in nuclear fallout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The sun's gone. Oh, yeah, well, let's go to Tennessee or something. No, 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 you know, we just can't, you know, we've got to look our best. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know exactly how damaging using hair conditioner following a nuclear disaster would be, <laughs> Karam says. It's a very minor thing to give up using conditioner for a couple of days. Just wash with shampoo until the radioactivity is washed out. For a couple of days? <laughs> nuclear fallout only lasts a couple, couple of days. Of days. <laughs> then you can get back to using your conditioner. Yeah. And harvesting your enormous tomatoes. <laughs> um, yeah. When serving in the US Navy, I got a lot of skin contamination on the sub. Most of the time, I would clean it up with soap and water in five to ten minutes. I didn't know you could just wash off like <laughs> radioactivity. <laughs> no, just like just have a shower and it'd be fine. It's just but he says. Um, we assumed two or three washes would take care of it. Radioactivity is like changing a diaper. You don't want it on you, but if you get it on, just wash it off. <laughs> you wash off a diaper off you. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that, they, they, what, they, what do they do in x-rays? They have like a lead wall, don't they? Yeah. It'd be weird if they had a shower. <laughs> and like, you went in to get your leg x-rayed and the doctor just strips off and starts <laughs> Looks like it's, uh, I don't know, an anterior break. <laughs> It's just like kitting out the new sur surgery. Are you going to go with the lead walls or are you just going to have a shower? <laughs> yeah. Lead walls or a bath? Yeah. <laughs> have a bath, please. Uh, yeah, uh, that's it for that one. The other two are quite small. Yeah. Um, uh, a German court has found a Syrian refugee guilty of attempting to defraud ISIS. <laughs> guilty! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, a judge in the district court in the southwestern city of Saarbrücken sentenced the 39-year-old hairdresser from Damascus to, <laughs> to two years in prison for trying to get ISIS operatives to transfer him €180,000. Um, okay. The judge ruled that the man used false pretense that he would carry out attacks in Germany for ISIS using explosives. How do That's you defend this thing. in course? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are guilty of lying about your intentions to yeah. kill people. But their thing is that <laughs> the, 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 the German court was like, well, a, a crime's a crime. Like, <laughs> and ISIS are like, we told him in good faith <laughs> that he would blow up your buildings. <laughs> It would kill you all. <laughs> Take it to a small claims court. Fucking, fucking Judge Judy. <laughs> Just a fucking secret terrorist organisation versus a hairdresser. I'm a hairdresser from Damascus. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I can't kill people, but I can cut, you know, give you a nice bun. <laughs> Do you want a perm? <laughs> Do that for you. 180 grand. <laughs> that sounds very reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I'll kill people. Yeah, yeah. It's 180 grand and I'll blow myself up. But it also says they didn't send him the money, which kind of makes sense because... They're all suicide bombers. So why would you send them well, any money? You're not going to get a return oh, investment yeah, on that. We'll pay you. <laughs> Just come to us when you're done. I'm not going to throw... Keep your receipts. <laughs> <laughs> you can claim it back on your tax return. <laughs> uh, the court rejected the prosecution's argument that the man was guilty of more serious crime of planning to carry out attacks. <laughs> 
Um, well, you know, people chat while they get their hair cut, so <laughs> talk about what their plans are. You're going on a holiday? You mass murdering anybody? I mean, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm spending my summer defrauding ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it won't come back to bite me. <laughs> it was a weird job to apply for. I need ten thousand hours of flight experience. <laughs> anyway, he's been imprisoned for two years. I find it weird that that. I find it weird that ISIS can sue people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise they had they were anything beyond kind of a lightly organised group of psychopaths. Like, I didn't. I, they got they got rights. <laughs> <laughs> they got business rights. <laughs> ISIS wants to come out with a new cream egg. Yeah. <laughs> we would like the patent. Yeah. Why? Well, we think we'd like to share the joy of cream eggs, but instead of nougat, we'll put, I don't know, fucking honeycomb. <laughs> oh, the ISIS have a point. If they want to start a small business, ISIS, let them t- <laughs> Serious about Islamic fundamentalism, serious about corporate law. <laughs> and honeycomb cream eggs. Yeah. Um, it's the last one from me. Uh, a robber carrying a knife was beaten with uh, mops in two consecutive raids as he was trying to loot off licenses. Uh, Steve Hogan, 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 uh, 49, has been jailed for five years after he admitting uh, after he admitting robbing three branches of the 101. 101 off license in Glasgow with a knife in April 2017. After hit, after being hit by a mop, he fled from one shop, <laughs> making away with £37 from the till. Hogan was mopped out of another branch of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> the following day. <laughs> by a shop assistant after he stole two bottles of alcohol. What a day! <laughs> <laughs> Mopped out on a third occasion. He admitted escaping with a quantity of cigarettes and alcohol. So, and this is all the same chain of off license in Glasgow. Apparently, the first line of defence in these stores is mop. <laughs> Hit the guy with the mop. He's got a knife. Where's the mop? <laughs> well, it's just like I don't know. He's like prepared himself for every eventuality except a mop. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gets really unlucky every time he's like worked on his combat moves for another gun, another knife fight, or yeah. whatever. But like a wet stick, she's like, no, it's got bubbles in my eyes. Is it conditioner? I'm covered in fallout. <laughs> it's just so weird that all three of them went for a mop, but it's almost like armed robbery is Glasgow's version of like the mystery shopper. Like, you need to go and (laughs) test them and see how they defend themselves. Are they using the mops? (laughs) All of our employees are heavily trained in the way of the mop. With 10,000 hours of flight experience. (laughs) (laughs) They could fight in the intergalactic mop wars. (laughs) Your duties will include mopping the outside of a spacecraft. And the occasional armed robbery. (laughs) For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.